Hi, it's me again coming your, your way with God's word on right here on the Shema podcast. And I'm so excited at what we have to share today. I caption it. Don't have sex yet. Don't have sex yet. It's not time for sex. Praise God. Whoa, what's inspiring this? Or why are we talking about this? Is there anything at all in the Bible that talks about this? Well, today I want us to take a look at God's word from Genesis. Genesis chapter 2, verses 16 and 17. Anything over there concerning us not having sex yet? Let's see. Genesis 2, 16 and 17. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden thou mayest freely eat, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil thou shalt not eat of it. For in the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. Wow, thou shalt surely die. Praise the Lord. So we, we see two beautiful commandments, you know, or in, in one breath, God gives two commandments. And the first one he talks about is that word of every tree of the garden thou mayest freely eat. It's amazing how we don't even see that one. And we usually zoom into the second part of that sentence which says, But of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil thou shalt not eat of it. For in the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. Thou shalt surely die. So we usually think about the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, right? Now, what could this tree be? What could this tree be? Of course, in our world today, we don't have any place where we travel to and say we are going to see the tree of knowledge of uh, of, of the knowledge of good and evil. Like it's a tourist attraction now. Like everybody is going there to see this tree. This amazing tree that caused troubles in the whole world. We don't seem to see it around, right? But we know that these uh, can can uh, much as they may have been physical things that were there they also can uh, um, be metaphorical okay or it could be a physical thing that stands for something praise the lord and there are things okay in life that 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 we can liken to this tree of knowledge of good and evil praise the lord many times god god tells us things all right things that we should do and things that we shouldn't do because he knows what's best for us. And you realize that in this scripture, he says the word, uh, but of the tree of knowledge of good and evil, thou shalt not eat of it. For in the day that thou eatest of it, thou shalt surely die. So he goes on to tell us even the consequences of interacting with this tree. Praise the Lord. Now, I'm going to zoom into sex. Sex, ooh, that beautiful interaction between a man and a woman. Beautiful, beautiful interaction. And everybody wants, wants, wants to think about it. Everybody wants to talk about it. Everybody likes, you know, to hear a little bit about it. Even if you uh, sometimes, I mean, I don't know. Let me not talk too much. <laughs> what I'm trying to make is that is an interesting subject you you get me and i'm sure you 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 agree with me on that absolutely now 
what has sex got to do with the tree of knowledge of good and evil? There's a lot of similarity, okay, between sex and, and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. So we can say that uh, we, can, we, we can look at the similarities in the characteristics and then we can extrapolate, okay, that uh, 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 we can extrapolate and learn a little bit more about sex, praise God. And so um, look at sex. How is sex like a tree? Sex is like a tree because it bears fruit. You engage in it, you are likely to bear fruit. Trees don't bear fruit all year round. They have seasons, okay? So, for instance, with sex, same thing. You may have sex at certain times. You, you, may, you may conceive a baby. At certain times, you may not, okay? You, so, it, 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 it's, like, it's like a tree, Okay, sex is, is like a tree. Now, what else can we think about? Okay, sex uh, or liking uh, uh, or say is a similarity between sex and the, the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Sex is something that can be tasted. Okay, just like the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Okay, so so the, the, the woman, for instance, was in, in Genesis 3, was attracted to uh this tree because she looked at the fruit of it all right same thing with sex we we think about it and uh uh uh, uh we say oh like oh, if only i could taste it if only i could you know have a feel of it i mean like like the way i was saying it's very nice and things like that you know like it's it's you're like, hey, what is this thing at all called sex? If I can, if only I can taste of it and know how it feels like and know how it's, it is like, okay? Yeah. So it's something that can be tasted. So that's that's another point or another reason why we can liken it to the tree of knowledge of good and evil, a tree. Now, sex involves two people, all right? Now, we know that, for instance, with the tree of the knowledge of good and evil in the garden, it took two people to eat that fruit, all right? It took Adam and Eve. Eve went to take 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 it first and then give some to her husband was with her and he did eat. Praise the Lord. So you see that we have some similarities over here. Now, another important point is that sex is something that can cause you to know things, all right? That's absolutely true. It's something that can cause you to know things and that's another reason why we can liken it to the tree of knowledge of the knowledge okay that now this this tree this wonder tree which would have become a tourist attraction site if we were in our world today is 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 wonderful it's amazing because it has the ability and the power to cause you to know things the tree of the knowledge of good and evil in other words if you take it if you taste it it will cause you to know things. Remember when Eve was standing there, he said, like, this fruit, if I eat it, it will make me wise, so it will make me know things. Indeed. Indeed. That was what the tree was all about. Now, you have to know that same thing with sex. Sex is a mystery, all right? It's a, it's a mystery activity, okay? And it's something that actually causes you to know things. Actually, when you engage in sex, when you, when you engage in sex with somebody, okay, or with people, <laughs> like people who are promiscuous do, uh, God have mercy on us all. And um, so, so when you engage in sex, you get to know things. All right, that you got to you get to know things. Certain ideas come to you that you at first didn't come to you easily. That's right. 
certain a certain knowledge enters into your mind that was not there before you see maybe it, it may come as just a thought it may come as just an idea just a way of seeing life a way of seeing things it enters you just because you're engaged in sex you may think it's just uh, uh excuse me so it's like just genitals okay <laughs> Uh, in, a, in in an activity but it's more than that it's more than that your whole being is involved and it is it is it's 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 um this point is important because you ask anybody who has uh, uh, been into sex or is into sex okay if you are already not into sex i know i'm speaking to young people so I may be speaking to somebody who's not into sex yet. Or somebody who's trying to get into sex. All right. <laughs> hey, shakataya. Don't have sex yet. Don't forget that the topic of what the topic of what we are talking about. Okay. So Genesis chapter four, verse one, it says Adam knew Eve, his wife, and she conceived and bare Cain and said, I have gotten a man from the lord wow adam knew eve knew k-n-e-w in other words adam had knowledge of his wife eve how do you have knowledge and then now you you, you get pregnant eh? the fruit of that knowledge is a pregnancy that gives birth to it it's a human being no, with a name hmm? so you see that the whole sexual activity you may say that oh, it's just King James, it's old English or whatever. It's old, it's, it's old English, it's English. It's original English. That's what it means. Okay, sex is an activity that causes you to know the person. Something that's, something, is, it's like every person is like a gate, a gate and a, or a door into a certain world of knowledge. Absolutely. Because we are all... Uh, living things we are we are at the breath of god all right and so each and every one of us you are like a door you're like a gate into a certain world of knowledge you see because as you stand there there are things there are places you've been to things you've experienced uh, thoughts you've had uh, you are a mixture of a lot of experiences everybody's a mixture of a lot of experiences that makes you uh, uh, like a, a certain body of knowledge you as you are standing there you are a certain body of knowledge all right and so and you boy you may not even know what you contain because you're also coming from somewhere and that's how body too is also coming from somewhere and that person too is also coming from somewhere and and on and on and on and on so it, we are all mystery people so if you get involved in somebody else you you are actually getting into another knowledge another world of knowledge Right, the Bible says that Adam knew his wife and she conceived. All right, so you can start conceiving certain thoughts and certain ideas and certain ways and behaviors and attitudes and things just because you are into sex. All right, so I've given you a number of reasons why we can liken the activity of sex or sex to what the tree of knowledge of good and evil, right? Yeah, okay, so why are we saying don't have sex yet? Don't get into it just yet. Because we know, of course, the whole world is full of people who are having sex. 
I mean, that's why all the time we are in the hospital, we are giving delivering babies. People are having sex all over. Praise the Lord. So this is a very common thing. Praise the Lord. <laughs> it's a very common thing. Hallelujah. And so, why are we saying not yet? We know that it's, it's something that almost everybody gets to um, get into. But there are timelines, okay? There are timelines to... to, to uh, uh, uh. There are timelines that guide your engagement in, in the activity of sex. And if you don't learn to obey those timelines, you are going to get yourself into a lot of trouble. If you think that it's something that you can have any day, any time, you, you, you are going to get yourself into trouble because it's not, it's, sex is not as, as, uh, as common a thing as you think it is. It's not a, as cheap a thing as you, as you may think it is. It's something that is sacred. Okay. It's something that is like, you have, you have to, you have to have guidelines a little bit. Yes. You, 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 or somebody's got to be able to tell you that it's time to have it. It's time to t taste of it before you can you can go. It's it's not like water that you just take and you drink all the time. Praise the Lord. Even though we know that, you, you, it, I mean, it quenches thirst. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So, you see, I've given you reasons why sex is very much like the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Now, let's go back to the scripture or the commandment, okay, about the tree of knowledge of good and evil. And the Lord God commanded the man saying, of every tree of the garden thou mayest freely eat, but of the tree of knowledge of, of knowledge of good and evil thou shalt not eat of it. For in the day, in the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. Wow. Wow. So you see that much of the commandment was hinging on the timing of your interaction with the tree. My goodness. But he said, for in the day that thou eatest of it, thou shalt surely die. So, the consequence, whoosh, the consequence had to do with it being eaten in the day that is eaten. All right? It is in the day that it is eaten. So, God is not going to withhold any good thing from you, but God wants to be in charge of, of your life because he came into your life to help you. After all, he's your daddy. He's your father. So he should be, he sees farther than you do. You got to trust him. Praise the Lord. You got to trust him. So he says, for in the day that thou eatest of it, thou shalt surely die. Because there is a day that is a troubled day for you if you engage in certain things. Life is governed by time it's governed by time you remember when you made the sun and the moon and the sun said that let them rule over let them govern all right so if you can't obey timings or you can't have respect for timings and seasons of life and you think you can have anything any day at any time in your life you, you're going to be in a lot of trouble you got to be able to decode seasons and timings in your life. For instance, if you are in your pubertal years, that's not the time. It's, it's not, it is, it is, this scripture applies to you if you're in pubertal years. That is, you are an adolescent. Okay? And you go and you say, in the day that thou eatest of it, thou shalt surely die. You're going to have very dire consequences. 
Why am I saying, for instance, in adolescence? Because it is that that is a time that you are tempted a lot. Okay. Now you realize that this in the day that you were saying, in the day that thou eatest of it, you and you you see how what the devil did. In the day that they ate of it, what was happening that day? They got tempted of the devil. So that day that the, the, the Lord or the scripture is talking about is the day of temptation, is the day that the devil will show up because Eve was walking up. They were in the garden. They had been walking. But one day Satan showed up. He showed up and he started speaking first. That's the tempter. He started speaking first. He presented the thing before the woman. Are you listening to me? You see, in the day that thou eatest of it, there is a day the devil will show up in your life to tempt you. The Bible says God does not tempt anybody. God doesn't tempt anyone. So in the day that thou eatest of it is the day that Satan will show up to tempt you. And oh yes, he will show up to tempt you. Remember Jesus was in the, in the desert. He was fasting and praying 40 days. The man was, 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 was thirsty and hungry. The Bible says that Satan, he showed up uninvited. He showed up. He showed up to tempt the living God who had appeared in flesh. He, should, he did tempt the living God. He said that that, would, that shall not tempt the living God. You shall not tempt the Lord your God. Praise the Lord. But, but that's, that's, that's the nature of the devil. He will show up any day, any time to do what he can do best. Tempt you. Prepare for the day of temptation because that is the day that is, 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 is cooked up for your death, your, ex, your, your, your extinction. The devil wants to finish you. The devil wants to end your life, end your career, end your business, end your your. your personality and your individuality and your life wipe out your name and your generation that are born in your loins he wants to wipe all of them he hates you he hates you with hot red blood yeah he has he has plans for you so when he comes to you in the day of temptation it's meet time for him it's meat time for him because he's going to suck your blood. The Bible says that in the day that thou eatest of it, thou shalt surely die. There's a time in your life that you do not have to have sex. And yet that is the time you will be tempted. Hmm. That is the time you will be tempted. Go and ask the married people. I've heard it once. I've heard it twice. I've heard it many times. So married people who are supposed to be enjoying marriage, it, 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 they, can't, they, they don't even get tempted. <laughs> it's so hard for them to even be tempted <laughs> sometimes to have sex with each other. Amazing. Amazing. They mom that you're supposed to be free like that. It's amazing. So you see that temptation, it works around a certain mentality or it works with a certain mentality okay so i i hope you have understood the fact that not yet not yet there's a time that you shouldn't engage in it if you engage in it you will you will mess so many things up and that's what happens people get into teenage pregnancy people get into all sorts of things 
all sorts of things. But you are escaping. They're in courtship and they are, they are having sex. Hmm? They haven't married and they are having sex. They are eating the forbidden fruit. Don't eat of it. And they are eating it. What is it? Because they are tempted with it. The devil presents it to you. Oh, they say courtship. You are not supposed to. You are not supposed to enjoy sex. Who said? Who said? So, you realize that Satan is very crafty. But today you are being delivered from the craftiness of Satan. Because the Bible says that we are not unaware of his schemes. God wants you to be smarter than the devil who indeed is smart. Don't underestimate him. But God wants you to be wiser. The Bible says that making wise the simple, the commandments of God. Whoosh. Converting the soul, the commandments of God. Get you the word of God in you. And you will become somebody that even the devil is terrified of. Hallelujah. So, what should we do if we can't have sex now? Praise the Lord. What should we do if we can't have sex now? But before I talk about that, a little bit more about getting tempted. So you see that the scripture in James chapter 1 verse 12 to 16 says that blessed is a man that endures temptation for when he is tried he shall receive the crown of life which the Lord has promised to them that love him. Let no man say when he is tempted I am tempted of God. I am tempted of God for God cannot be tempted with evil neither tempted he any man. But every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust and enticed. Then when lust has conceived, just look at that. Same words, conceived. When lust has conceived. You see, the lust, if you are having lust, it means that the, 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 the tree of the knowledge of good and evil is, is just enticing to you. You just want to break the command. It bringeth forth sin, and sin, when it is finished, bringeth forth death. Do not err, my beloved children, or my beloved brethren. Praise God. So, so tells you that be on the alert for the day of temptation. Be on alert for the day of temptation. You may think that it's highly unlikely for you to fall. Don't be part of the people who say that, oh, they, I didn't know how it happened. <laughs> on the morning after, I didn't know how it happened. We were just friends. I liked him, she liked me. But I didn't know how it happened. We, we, we slept together. It's not going to be a story. And don't become a tempter yourself. Wearing pro provocative dresses. Doing things to entice people. So that they will sleep with you. you. You are too active around the tree of knowledge of good and evil. You are too active. And anybody who is active around that. I, I only learned of the serpent hanging on that tree. It was the serpent. Yeah, you don't don't be like that. Praise the Lord. It was the devil himself. Don't be like that. Don't be like that. Enticing people to come and eat of you. Hey. It's not going to be your story. You are the holiness of God, the house of the Lord. 
sanctified and preserved for holy use. Praise God. So, so if if the Bible is telling us that don't have sex yet, so so what should we do? So what should we do? Let's go back to that scripture in Genesis three. Uh, 2 16 and 17 he said and the lord god commanded the man saying of every tree of the garden thou mayest freely eat but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil thou shalt not eat of it for in the day that thou eatest thereof thou shalt surely die so this commandment of god is it's amazing it's amazing how the second part jumps out so much to us it's obscure cures our view of the first part of the scripture that command which is a scripture unto freedom a commandment unto freedom he said and the lord god commanded the man saying of every tree of the garden thou mayest freely what eat how come we don't see that how come we don't see it? there are so many trees in the garden how come anytime we think of the garden of eden we just jump in onto the two trees in the middle, more especially the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Uh-uh. There were so many trees. There were so many things to interact with. There was life. There was so much fun, adventure, so much. But this appeared to be some light that was just shining on the forbidden thing that is the light of satan the light of satan turns the light on onto the thing that you have you are lacking or the thing you have been told to, to keep away from that's the light of satan the light of satan shines brightly on what god has said that don't eat of this thing you would die but I know another man. The Bible just said that I'm the light of the world. I'm the light of the world. He came to turn the light on, on all the other trees in the garden that these people, or you and I, can freely eat of. There are so many things in life that you can enjoy. That can give you so much joy than you could derive from sex. And today I'm, I'm, I'm dwelling on sex. It's not the only thing that we can liken the tree of knowledge of good and evil to. But today I'm, I'm dwelling on sex. There are so many things in life you can enjoy. That can give you pleasure, real pleasure, heart pleasure. More than engaging in the thing. That one thing. That God has said that don't go near. In the day you get tempted to it, you will die. So how is it that Satan's light seems to be so bright in our eyes that we can't see the light of Jesus shining? Jesus said, I have come that you would have life and have it more abundantly. Did you hear that? He came to shine the light on all the other trees it's almost as if they were they were they were they were they were having so so many blind spots they couldn't see all at in that day that they ate of the tree they couldn't see all the other things that they could enjoy in the garden it was only that one tree i tell you in that same day there must have been several other fruits they could have eaten that could have given them so much pleasure 
Psalm 19, he says that what? He said, at his right hand, there are eternal pleasures forevermore. Just look at that. There are two sides of the story. There are two sides, two things. On one hand, he said, I don't eat of this tree. But on the other hand, he said that you may freely eat of all the trees. The Lord is freeing you today as you hear me. The Lord is liberating you today into the freedom of God as you hear me today. So much you can do with your life. So much you can give your attention to. So many things you can enjoy. Ah. You can have pleasure in. Apart from the one thing that you lack. That God is telling you that don't get, get into this thing yet. If you get into it, you destroy your destiny. You destroy your life. You finish your calling. You finish it. You, you turn it into something else. It's going to become tough. As tough as it was. <laughs> For the human race, so much so that it took God stepping into our world himself again to turn things around. Ash, the, the same power that it takes to, to raise a dead man back to life. Go and try it and see. Stand by somebody who has just breathed his last breath and call his name and let's see how powerful you are to bring a dead man back to life. It's not an easy thing. It takes power, a lot of power and energy, divine ability, divine attention to bring that to pass. Thank God it comes to pass in our day. When Jesus came and he was raising the dead, the Bible said that people were amazed. They hadn't seen it ever being done before. Hmm. My goodness. My goodness. Resurrection power. Resurrection power. It took years and years and years before Jesus came on the scenes to rectify the error that Adam had led all of us into. Adam and Eve had led all of us into. Hallelujah. And if you were there, if you were Mr. Adam at that time, you would have done the same thing. If I was there, I would have done the same thing. So let's not blame these our first grandparents. As if they are there, they are there. If you were there, you would have done similarly. Similarly. But God, his message is restoration. His message is salvation and redemption. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. There's so much in life you can enjoy. Don't zoom in on the world. You see, that's the trick of Satan. Let's, let's read Genesis 3, 1. Let's just go there. Let's just go there. <laughs> now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Yeah, as God said, you shall not eat of every tree of the garden. You shall not eat of every tree of the garden. Is that what? You see? Indeed, that was what God said, right? That you can, you can, you can, you can eat of every tree, but not the one. But look at how Satan constructed his sentence. It made it sound. You see, he rephrased it. He ref because God gave man 
all so much except one single one. No, let's say there were billion trees around in the garden. Like today in the whole world, we have several types of trees. Different, different. We have different types of trees, shrubs, uh, um, uh, uh, huge trees, different types of trees. Different. But look at how he came. Has God said you should not eat of every tree in the garden? In other words, even though he has given you all of them, there's one. As if, if you are lacking that one thing, if you are lacking that, it means you are missing a lot. You're not missing a lot by not having sex at this stage of your life. You're not missing nothing. Because you are looking at the wrong light. The wrong light is blinking or, or, or bright in your eye too bright may jesus be your light may jesus be your light when jesus is your light he turns the light on on all the other trees that you are neglecting and going for that one you see that spirit of ingratitude look into your life see how beautiful you are see the people that god has caused to walk into your life see the opportunities god has made for you look at your 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 childhood look at your growing up find something in there there's a beautiful tree over there you can give thanks for that it's not all negative the story is not all black the only person i know who makes the story look so dark and gloom gloomy is Satan he turns that light on and makes it look as if all you have is nothing has God told you that you should not eat of every tree but God didn't say that look at how he made he look at how he said his sentence his commandment you may eat of all the streets you see God always comes to you with abundance he always introduces abundance look at you have this you can cook you see you can talk you can smell you can write you can eat God always when the light of God is standing on in your life he shows you so many blessings that you have he shows you all the blessings that you have when you see that person who doesn't have legs but is moving about from house to house and school to school and is preaching you see that indeed that must be the light of God turning on in his life to let him know that the fact that he doesn't have legs doesn't mean that he doesn't have the love of God. What is it that you are talking about? What is it that you are talking about? I don't have this. So you've made your whole life look like you are you don't have anything. It's because you are under the light of the devil. Don't forget it. Satan is also called Lucifer. Lucifer means light, morning star, morning star, or morning light. It's a kind of light. But he's corrupted that kind of light. And though it appears as light, it's it is it intends to do you bad. But today you are coming under the light of Jesus. You are beginning to see the blessings in your life. Every tree a blessing in your life. He said that, look, I have given you of all these trees. You may freely eat of them. You can cook. Or maybe you can't cook. Learn how to cook a little bit more. <coughs> Learn how to cook a little bit more. Learn how to bake something new. Learn how to fry a new, a new something. Cook something new. Learn to tour a new place, travel to a new place, see new sights. You see, all these are trees you can know, you can eat of, you can interact with. Meet a new person, make a new friend, 
Say hello to somebody. Don't frown because you don't, your boyfriend isn't saying no to sex. Bad girl. But today your story is changing. Your story is changing. Hallelujah. So um, I hope you agree with me. When I say don't have sex yet, there is a time. There's a season that you can have it and you can enjoy. Because you see, then he said that if or in the day that you eat of it, thou shalt surely die. <laughs> the Bible says that for no matter how many promises God has made, they are all yes in Christ Jesus. Alright? So there's a day that God can say to you that, that eat of the tree of knowledge of good and evil. And, and, and possibly that day, that day, that day, when you eat of it, you will not die. Oh yes, you will not die. The consequences will not be dead. You will not bring forth something that is in the nature, the, the nature of sin. Because now you are within the will of God. Praise the Lord. When God speaks to you, listen carefully. Pay attention to what he said and pay attention to what he didn't say. And pay attention to how he said it. Then you will start becoming wiser than the devil who always comes to distort things. Don't have sex yet. Don't get into that one thing that God is keeping from you today. Don't get into it. Because it's, about, it's all about timings. It's all about timings. And whilst you are not paying attention to that one thing that you lack in quotes, Pay attention to all the things that you have. You have so many things you can read. You can, I'm just giving you, trying to give you examples of the many trees in the garden, the many opportunities that are around you that you have become blind to because you are focusing on the one thing that you lack. Be free today. You remember what he said. He said, you may freely eat. This is the secret of freedom in Christ Jesus. Freedom in Christ Jesus. He came to give you freedom. The Bible says, John 10, 10, the devil came to steal, to kill, and to destroy. That's what he does when he turns the light on around the tree of the knowledge of good. And the one thing that God has told you don't have. He's, he's, when you pay attention to that, he goes and steals all the other trees that you are, you are, you are, you are not seeing. You see what he does? So it means all the trees that were in the garden around the time that Adam and Eve were there, they forfeited all the trees. If it was a, a, a lychee, a fruit like lychee, or a, a fruit like a cranberry, or a fruit like a what, pineapple, or a fruit, maybe several other fruits that they hadn't eaten yet. Nice things in the garden. But he came to turn the light on this one thing that God has said that don't eat. And then they forfeited all those experiences with all those herbs, all those fruits, all those nice things that the, 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 the garden had to offer. The beautiful flowers they could have seen, talked about, learned about, so much to talk about and be creative about. They forfeited all of them. And the devil went to sit on all the other things. That's, that, that's how the devil gets his wealth and gets his abundance. But be smarter than him. Don't go his way. Don't let him light your steps. Don't let the devil's light be your light. Don't focus on things you don't have. Eh? You don't have money. You don't have zeros in your account. So you are working so hard to get that when you should be staying with God's word. When you should be working and serving somebody or serving the church or serving in the church or doing something that is more productive and, and more tender towards eternal life. You are focusing on things that will, will bring you the things that you think you lack because you've got the wrong light on. The wrong light on. 
You think you don't have zeros in your bank account, so you've got to do so much to fill it just so that at the end of the day, you say, oh, I have so much. And you'll be walking around in pride, pomposity that leads to nothing. And then we can't even count how many people's lives you have touched or blessed or changed or transformed. Hmm. But the story is changing today. Be free. Be free to see all that God has made for you. Be free to stick to that first part of the commandment the Lord God gave out of his goodness. Such a good father, loving father we are. He said that of all the trees of the garden, you may freely eat, my children. You may freely eat. Don't have sex yet. Don't go after the one thing you love today. If it's not time, it's not time. You engage in it at the wrong time. You call curses, death. But today, he says, I have come that you have life. And not just small life, not just slim life, but more abundantly life that opens doors and doors and doors and doors and trees and trees and trees and things and things and things and experiences and all sorts of blessings unto you that you will have abundant life. God bless you. Thank you for listening. And may our lives be transformed. May we be filled with more and more gratitude. May we receive the abundance of the grace of God in our lives today in Jesus name. Amen. Love you. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the Shema podcast with Dr. Anastasia Bruce. Deuteronomy chapter 6 verse 4 says, Hear O Israel, the Lord your God is one. God bless you.